Welcome to the Breaking Bots Podcast. Please put on your safety goggles, tighten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Here are your hosts, Brian and Cam. Alrighty, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Breaking Bots. Uh, it's just me this week. Well, really, just for a few minutes anyway. Um, so, Cam was under the weather this week, and my day job sucks, so... We have not been able to get together to record an interview, and on that note, I would just like to sincerely apologize to Sam from Team Gruff. Um, we will stop canceling on you eventually, uh, <laughs> sadly. Uh, I think last time I was sick, so... Um, so, but for this week, uh, we, actually the fight card for BattleBots Episode 4 just came out, and uh, lo and behold, Duck is facing Cobalt. So in honor of uh, that awesome anticipated matchup, uh, I'm going to replay a little interview for you. Uh, it's actually the interview that Hal did with us right after the uh, the Rumble aired. And you can hear, you know, his side of the story and uh, kind of what went on. And, and we actually had James on with us from the DYW... T-S-B podcast. I believe I got that right. Because it, it's supposed to stand for, did you write that shit, bro? So uh, if you haven't heard it before, or even if you have, just sit back and listen to it again, because it is a great interview. And uh, yeah, we we find out what, uh, what really went on in that rumble. Stay tuned. You know what they're talking about? Well, yeah. tonight we have at least three because I, I don't want to call Hal a dope because we love Duck. Yeah, so um, <laughs> James, we're on the fence about James though. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, James. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, James from uh, D Y. He's trying to do this. He's trying to do this without looking. So D Y W T S B podcast. Welcome, James. Hey, thanks for having me on again. It's uh, did you write this stuff, bro? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he even, he even cleaned it up for the audience. I like that. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah, and we'll we'll cut to the chaser. This week in BattleBots, there was a there was a lot of exciting matches, but an extremely controversial decision. Yeah, why why did they save so much of the good stuff for the last episode? That's I what I want to know. And at the at the heart of that controversial decision was Duck. So we welcome back uh, Hal Rucker from uh, Team Duck. Hal, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Did something happen I didn't know about? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> what, you know, what are we going to talk about? We thought it was a pretty boring episode. Well, the, the um, tropical storm has made its way through North Carolina, so we'll probably be discussing that. Yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do. With, there was no controversy with fighting robots at all. So now. Yeah. Now, Hal, that was easily the most controversial decision, and we even noticed that they kind of preemptively put a video out explaining the rules of the Rumble. Yes. Um, first, I just want to ask, um, as far as the uh, procedure to go to that, how did, they, how did they approach you guys about doing these final Rumbles? Because there was the one for the essentially the 15th seed between Warhawk 
Endgame, and Brutus. And then the uh, the Rumble for the 16th seed, which included how many teams? Six? Yes. So how did they yeah. come about uh, approaching you for that? Or is that something you knew about going into the um, filming? Well, one thing I want to say is you have to remember that this was filmed six months ago. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go by memory. Fair. And I'm old, so I don't know if you should trust it. <laughs> oh, we trust uh, you. So the first rumble with the three robots, uh, those three were chosen. Okay. On the six-way rumble, I am told by the other builders that there was a sign-up list. So everyone who wanted to be considered for that put their name on the list. I don't remember doing that. Okay. But I think what happened was the producer said to me, uh, there's going to be a sign-up list. Go sign up, but you're in. Okay. Okay. It's, it was something like that. And um, as in you were going to be in the final 16 or in as you're automatically going to be in the rumble? You're in the rumble. Okay. So go get ready. All right. I, makes that's sense. how I remember it. Okay. Maybe I signed up. Maybe I didn't. It, it doesn't really matter because, you know, another thing I wanted to say is BattleBots is a TV show. Mm-hmm. And it's a competition, but it's a TV show first. And the thing I appreciate about BattleBots is the producers tell us that all the time. Um, and I'm not speaking for all the builders, but I know a lot of the builders agree with me that it's okay for it to be a TV show mm-hmm. because it's entertainment. And if it's not entertaining, it won't get high ratings. And if it don't get, doesn't get high ratings, it won't get renewed. Right. And we wanted to get renewed so that we can go compete some more. Absolutely. So I, I think there's a healthy compromise there. Um, and sometimes decisions are made for entertainment rather than uh, being fair. Mm-hmm. So this controversy about how did Bombshell get in when they were on floor? I don't care. Just tell me who I'm fighting. Um, it's not up <laughs> yeah. to me. It's up to the producers. It's, it's, it's a non-issue for me. Now I don't I don't have a problem with Bombshell being in the Rumble. I mean he he was in the semi or he was in the final. So I mean obviously he's got a good robot. He just had a bad year in the previous year's final. So, yeah, I mean if there were other robots to be considered, I but I didn't want to pick on anybody per se because it's not Bombshell's fault that this controversial decision happened. And I and honestly I have to imagine how many robots are left in fighting shape that late in the game to where, you know, you can field a six person rumble. So, right. So what I've heard from the other builders, and again, I don't remember, I think there were about 10 robots who signed up because they felt like they, the robots were working well enough to compete. So they, I think they chose the six out of the 10, some number like that. So for bombshell to be in there, it doesn't seem that outrageous to me. Okay. No, I mean, I, I absolutely did not have a problem with him being in there. Um, I mean, it's it's. I don't know if people are foreshadowing it, but on the internet last week, that was already the big complaint, and there was a lot of watch Bombshell win this and make a mockery of this. And again, it's not his fault. I don't know if these people had some insider knowledge and they were just tipping their hand. But it was, I mean... I didn't know who else was in it. I mean, Owen Four is Owen Four. I don't know if I would have selected them for it because of what happened. I mean, then you've got a Owen Four team in the final tournament, and I kind of felt like if you were going to be a team, I mean, 
personally, I was thinking it was team 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So I figure if a team like that was going to be in, that they should have won the uh, Desperado tournament. But again, neither here nor there. It's not Bombshell's issue. But um, so. Yeah, there are a lot of things that pissed me off. That wasn't one of them. Okay. And I know, I mean, I've even, uh, I've, again, I've cheated on this podcast and listened to another one about Ray. And Ray said that it is a. How dare you, sir? It's a TV show about a. I'm not sure if he said it's a TV show about a competition or it's a competition about a TV show. I think the former. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, it's, yeah, obviously there's going to be certain things that are different than they would be in, to say, you know, a, a normal tournament. And I guess you have to understandably accept that because you're on TV. Now, again, one of the first questions so, I had about... So, so one point is, I have no objection to them being in the Rumble, but doesn't it kind of feel weird that an 0-4 team is in the top 16? So <laughs> It does. So I think that's what's triggering people's emotions. Yeah, I mean, I saw some of that, and um, a lot of the debate now kind of centers on... Now, the rules for this, I guess, were different than they would be for a normal match. Did they explain that clearly to you guys going into the fight? I mean, was um, that made expressively clear that you could take half the fight off and then come back in for the last 10 seconds and be considered for the decision? <laughs> yeah, because, well, let's just exactly explain the controversy because we haven't really said it. So in the Rumble... Duck was, I would say, the you, Hal, you were the aggressor the entire time. Um, took no time off. Were constantly uh, pushing Valkyrie into Gigabyte. By the way, I thought that was freaking brilliant. Yeah, that was a. Um, and so Bombshell, he he got a, I would say maybe two or three good licks in. And actually, what they were calling one of the big hits from Bombshell was actually not a hit from Bombshell at all. It was Gigabyte bouncing off of Valkyrie and then Bombshell. Which is what my wife was screaming at the TV. She's like, that's not his hit. He kind of got billiard comboed into yeah. the guy. So, and basically what ends up happening is Bombshell, uh, you know, effectively stops moving probably halfway through the fight. At 125 left in the fight. Like, he, he knows one of his wheels isn't working, so he just stops moving. Um, you know, starts moving the one working wheel with 10 seconds to go after everybody thinks he's done. And um, ends up getting the decision over Duck, which, quite frankly, is just yeah. We even when pleased. I watched it again, I was even more angry th- today. So I guess how yeah, that was my first. <laughs> was were the were the rules to this explained to you ahead of time that how this was going to be different from a normal because you'd participated in a three team rumble earlier this season. Yes. Uh, where do I start? You know what? Before I answer that, I'm going to insert some uh, bullet points. Absolutely, because I, I know we're, um, we've all got a ton of questions, so we're kind of scattershotting them at you, unfortunately. So, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, and, and once we get into the match, I have a whole bunch to say. Sure. So, <laughs> first thing I want to say, I've, I've been out of town, and just yesterday I turned on my computer, and, oh, my God, this social media firestorm, and it's fine, but there's a few things I want to say. One sure. is I don't get why I... Uh, Chaos Core and Michael Jeffries is getting so much grief from everybody. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, it's not his fault that he was chosen, and it's not his fault that he won. It's, I mean, that he won right. I mean, he deserves all the credit for winning. Yeah. Uh, an incredible match. And um, 
Oh yes, it was it was very entertaining. I will say that. Like that, those rumbles are, I would say, probably you know, when you don't have the you know top robots going at it, those rumbles. That's where it's at. And, and right. So yeah. so stop the hate. Stop the hate. Michael is an amazing guy. He's super smart. He builds great robots. And he's super nice. And yeah, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, I injured my knee right before the competition, and it was hard for me to walk. And I'm a small team. It's just me and my daughter and my wife. Mm-hmm. So I was constantly asking those guys for help moving stuff. And yeah. like they would stop working on their robot just to help me get my robot, my robot out of the van. And they, they just don't deserve what they're getting online. And Instead of giving them grief, they should be saying, you know, can't wait to see you take on Tombstone. <laughs> so yeah. I just want to make sure everyone realizes what great guys and women they are. It's a big so, team. So yeah. I guess I will stop in my mind saying that he, you know, he uh, well, he was <laughs> playing dead and, you know, doing something nefarious. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure he was sitting there trying to get stuff to work. But ah, no, I can I can say with a hundred percent certainty that they were not playing possum. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: um, I had read, I believe it was on Reddit somewhere. I believe it was their response that half of their drivetrain had went out, and the current driver wasn't good at the crab walk. That they were yeah. trying to switch drivers. Is that what happened? Yes. I, okay. Yeah. So as I saw it during the match, of course, I was looking at other stuff flying around. Um, but I read that on Reddit also, and I believe him. There's no reason not to believe him. Yeah, that, they were trying that, to get their other driver sense. out of the out of the. You know, he wasn't right there in the box with them. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of. You know, it doesn't really change uh, the decision for me because you know, I'm I'm with everybody else. But I wanted to point out. Um, you know, we talk about Reddit quite a bit, but. You know, you talk about you know, the producer saying sign up for it, but you're in it either way. After the fact, after the show aired, you get a duck appreciation thread on Reddit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we all saw it because we all commented on it. And there's, you know, you're getting this massive amount of upvotes and comments. People fell in love with your robot. So if anything, going forward, you have that to be proud of. And the other thing I wanted to ask you kind of on that same topic was I know, um, you know, they sell T-shirts and things like that. Um, are do you uh, are you involved in the royalties and things from um, from your merchandise sales? Uh, BattleBots owns the likeness of the robot. Oh, um, <laughs> that bums me um, out. But we know that up front, right? We 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 play the game knowing it up front. I know, but um, we don't know that. <laughs> However, if you go to battlebots.com and buy a duck t-shirt, uh, I get some portion of that. Oh, okay. Well, good. That, that's yeah, that's something. what I was getting at because yeah. I mean, really, I don't know. I mean, I know a huge had a, you know a real big following. Um, you know, Lockjaw, Botforce, a lot of those guys. But yeah, you had uh, this amazing turnout of fans just pouring over you. So I mean, you know, again, if anything, I would be super proud of that because a lot of these other bots, and we've even talked to a few of them, um, they, they tried everything they could to get over with the crowd, and you just naturally did it. Yeah. Really? Dang. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I think that part of it was my daughter being part of the team. <laughs> um, part of it was Duck's just a cute name, I think. 
I don't know. I don't know why it happened. I and, well, and I'm not going to lie. Fun. It's a cute robot. It's a cool logo. It's a cute robot. And I, I mean, it's super fun. I had a question that was t-shirt purchase related that I'll save for later, though. Cause it's, why not just, you know, we, we mentioned it. Oh, well, I mean, essentially I was going to ask, are we more likely to see a return of Duck next season, or are we going to see a return of Ringmaster? Because you don't want to buy a shirt and it be outdated, you know, like the quarterback <laughs> of your team gets cut right after you buy that Falcons jersey. <laughs> Uh, if there's a new season, there will definitely be a new duck. Okay. Awesome. Um, it will be a new duck with a bigger weapon on it because I don't think the current duck can win, um, cause of the rules. Um, but yeah, duck, I, right. I don't, Which, there will not be a new ringmaster. All right. And that, that leads, I guess that'll lead us into another question is, uh, one of the things that people was talking were talking about was the active weapon rule and how that factored into the judging. Do you think that I've seen two sides of this? Do you think that that was a disadvantage for you all season? And then there were people online that said, "Well, he didn't have a legitimate active weapon, so he should know that all decisions are going to go against him." Okay, you have just teed me up for a rant. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to sit we're here. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Does Duck have an active weapon? Yes. Yes. And I can say that because Duck was chosen to compete. Yeah. And you uh, and you pushed you pushed Valkyrie into Gigabyte. You can't do that without right. You know. So 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 active is a subjective term. So I'm going to say. The determining factor of whether it's active or not is if BattleBots thinks it's active. So they thought it was active. That's why I got to compete. Okay. Um, having said that, there was definitely a judging bias against us because we weren't active enough to a lot of the judges. And we weren't active enough to a lot of people on Reddit. Um, so... If I were to put on my tinfoil cap and talk about any kind <laughs> of conspiracy having to do with Duck and BattleBots, okay. it's that I think there was a bias against a defensive, pushy bot making it far in the tournament because uh, that's not what the producers wanted on TV. They they I, and I can say this because they said it to us. Okay. Don't use your wedge to win a match. Well, I know um, I know I think that was part of the issue on the old Comedy Central days is I think people got bored of it being a lot of wedge bots at the end. So I know they were trying to go away from that even though you're not a wedge bot. I know they've been kind of favoring that um, you know, the uh glorious active weapons, the blades, the flames, the saw blades if you will. Yeah, well, look at what we ended up with now. There's out of the 16 robots, what, 14 of them are spinners? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and- that's what I was looking at. <laughs> I don't see another, really, There's another Bronco. Wedge bot. No, and- no. There's only one pushy bot in the whole tournament. So I don't think that's an issue. But on the idea of, you know, were we fighting upstream against the bias of our particular weapon? It's definitely true. I mean, look at, look at what we were up against. Um, our first match was against two veteran builders. Okay. So yeah. in order to get a win, we had to beat two veterans. Mm-hmm. And that only counted as one win. Our <laughs> second match was against Reality, 
which is not a pushover bot. Not at all. European champions. Um, a reasonable match, nothing to complain about, but not in, you know, it's not like we went against up against an art bot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Our third match is against the number two seed. Not only is it the number two seed, but it's the robot I dreaded most because it was almost impossible for me to beat uh, Bronco. Yeah, I know. Just because rock, paper, scissors, we were we were the losers on that one. Yeah, that was one of the things we said. That was match is against the number one ranked Tombstone, the returning champion. Yeah. So then, what happens next? I go up against five more robots. (laughs) So in order to make it into the Sweet Sixteen, I have to beat ten teams. (laughs) Everyone else goes up against four, and I have to go up against (laughs) ten. No pressure. Now, I I want to cut and ask one quick question though. In the Tombstone match, was he that close to being counted out, or was that kind of done for the dramatics of television? Uh, Both. Okay. So he was close to being counted out, but not as close as TV showed it. All right. uh, You know, the people who are saying that it was was rigged are, are wrong. It was not rigged. He came back to life with plenty of time. Okay. See, we're the biggest fans of Duck there is, and we addressed that on this show, and we said that, you know, the, the count was fine, that there was no issue with that. However, that was the loudest I have yelled at a television during a BattleBots match <laughs> ever. Yeah, that uh, whatever number of seconds it was that he was dead and I was just trying to drive around on one wheel. Uh, <laughs> that was about 15 or 16 minutes in my mind. Yeah, it felt like it. And <laughs> it was in- well, it was incredible. And one thing you could so, definitely you know, and, see. And getting back to the Tombstone match. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I didn't make it into the Sweet 16. It wasn't because of the Rumble. It was because I didn't beat Tombstone. If I had beaten Tombstone like I thought I could, and I almost did but didn't, then I would have been in the Sweet 16, and I would have been highly ranked. Absolutely. Yeah, you would have wrote your own ticket there. Absolutely. Yeah, he just yeah, he so just that, managed to get that first wheel, and uh, oh, I was so bummed. Because, I mean, Duck was certainly taking the shots. Uh, I mean, got the the corners of the lifter ripped off, but as far as, I mean, you know, Duck was still driving just fine. Um, And I just, once the wheels started coming off, I got, I was getting real sad. Yeah, if I had my wheels on, I think I would have had a chance. You you know, there was a defining moment in the whole tournament for me, which was uh, Tombstone stops moving. And I take a left turn straight into a spinning bar and lose two more wheels. Oh. If I hadn't done that and I had had my wheels on there still, I think I had a pretty good chance, oh, even man. when he came back to life. Oh, so that's man. my fault. Right? That's the, um, Now, one more question on the active weapon. I mean, part of what I didn't understand is, I mean, I know they favor the active weapon, but it feels like with the spinners, it's just a matter of flipping a switch on and off where you get to let's say duck or a blacksmith or petunia's hook those are all weapons that you kind of have to manually activate when you want to use them but do you right. do you still i mean but you would agree that there is a bias towards those sort of weapons versus blades where you're flipping a switch and there's really not much else i i know there's more to it than that but it's a little bit more simplistic at that point so um, yeah i mean Ray doesn't turn his weapon on and off. He, he doesn't have to, you know, position it in the exact right place in order for it to be effective. Um, so I, I think 
I, I think there's a place for hammer bots that don't completely destroy the opponent. Um, and and, and I, I think the rules should be modified to support that kind of weapon more. Okay, now, in my um, opinion. I have to, probably the defining, uh, and it's something that I think I've seen a lot on uh, Reddit, was um, just your expression when you, um, when the ju- uh, judge's announcement came down, you were clearly frustrated. Um, now, Everybody, like I said, it had nothing to do with um, any of the other teams. They were all looked like great sports, and uh, but yeah, was there anything? I mean, did you ha- talk with any of the uh, producers or, or anybody associated with BattleBots afterwards about feeling like that decision was unfair? And if so, what did they say, or what became of that? Because it seemed like again, it would have been something that I would have at least had words with somebody with afterwards, not argumentatively but at least just said hey um can i get a little more further explanation of why this went down yeah (laughs) um sorry it was a lot yeah okay let's talk first about why i felt like my head was going to explode um (laughs) there was in addition to what you saw on tv there was some other stuff going on before during and after the match okay that added to the look on my face when the cameras turned towards me. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to filter so I don't say <laughs> things I shouldn't the say. Um, it's PG-13. You can swear on here. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we do have the, um, uh, the red E, so. Okay, so first thing before the match, I was told that it was going to be a five-minute match. Okay. Which So I put a lot of time and energy into making sure that my batteries would last full five minutes. Um, and part of that was to adjust my speed controllers so that they were current limited at a lower limit. So I knew that at full speed for five minutes, I'd, I'd, my batteries would last. Okay. that makes So sense. duck was a little bit sluggish okay. uh, in because of that. Then as I'm wheeling my robot into the, uh, the uh, the uh, auditorium, I was told, no, it's been changed. It's only three minutes. Hmm. So I was a little, a little pissed off about that, but no big deal. It also changed my strategy because my strategy was, you know what, I think I'm the only one who can go five minutes. Now, I, now I've got to knock out five robots in three minutes, which is not my specialty. Yeah, um, no easy task. Right. So then there's the match, which I want to go into detail when when we can. Sure. And I really, really, really thought we won. And what, and I'll explain why later. And what else was going on that the TVs that, that they didn't show on TV was we had incredible fan support. So there's a long period between the fight ending and them announcing the winners because they got to get rid of six robots. Okay. And the whole time the audience is screaming, quack, 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 quack. (laughs) And during that time, um, the stagehands came over to me and said, congratulations, you've got your rematch with Tombstone. And, Mm. uh, well, I don't know if I should say this, but somebody else who was important said, congratulations for your victory. So not only did I think I won, but other people were telling me I won and, um, the crowd screaming. So I was just on a real hot. Oh, yeah. Understand. Um, and then they announced that I didn't win. 
So I was genuinely kind of shook up, like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. I would have been Right when that happens, uh, there's six teams who are going to shake hands, and Michael comes over to shake my hand. And at the same time, the interviewer is coming over with a microphone to interview me about my loss. Hmm. So the way it looks on TV is like I'm dissing Michael, which is the total opposite. I have... I have nothing but respect for the guy. And I didn't mean to look like I was disrespecting him. Um, I was just kind of confused and pissed off. And I think Michael knew that, too. Uh, Yeah, I think people are overanalyzing that because it didn't come off to me like that at all. Okay, well, that makes me feel better. Okay. I didn't didn't think in any way that like it showed, you know, how it showed you that you were dissing anybody. It just it just looked to me like, yeah, you're pissed off because uh, I mean, clearly um, and it was obviously not just you thought that, you know, you had this Duck had bag. won the fight. Right. So I was pissed off, but I had no hard feelings towards any of the competitors. And, and I hope that came across. And, and in fact, Michael and I had a great conversation right afterwards about what happened and why. What's going to happen next? So, again, Mike, Mike's a great guy and I, I no hard feelings at all. It doesn't make any sense for me to have hard feelings towards a competitor. Um. So, yeah, I was pissed off. And, yes, I did talk to the producers about it. Um, I guess I can also say that a lot of the, not a lot, several of the veteran, well-known competitors Mm -hmm. were also angry and talked to the producers about it. Wow. Wow. Um, And I think they were doing it not only because they felt bad for me, but because they wanted to make sure that they understood the rules for their next upcoming matches. Understood. Yeah. Cause that... they were watching the match. It was kind of confusing about what the rules really are. So they wanted clarity. They wanted to express their concern. And, and I really, really appreciated that, you know, these veteran guys and girls did that for me as well. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, well, since you kind of bring that up and, you know, if you, prefer not to answer just uh you know we can segue into something else but how much are the producers in the judges ears is that even i mean you know just you know again just watching on tv you know i'm i'm purely into it as a fan so i'm thinking all the judges are completely you know on their own accord but do they have an earpiece per se no none all right so that's all it looks like it sometimes but they don't, you know, when I, when I went to the producers and I said, that was a travesty, that was bullshit. There's no way that I lost that match. They said, well, I don't know if this matters, but they said, we don't talk to the judges. We can't change decisions. There's a firewall between us and we have nothing to do with the judges. So did and you, I believe them. Did you go to the them. judges and say, this is bullshit. I did not <laughs> lose that match. <laughs> If not, we can do that. Um, <laughs> or I'm sure plenty of people have already gotten to them before us. I I know two of the judges because they're builders. Mm-hmm. I don't know the third judge. I don't even remember her name. Um, sorry. Is it Naomi you are, I Kyle? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I talked to Lisa about it because she was around. Um, and I didn't talk to. Um, oh, shoot. Uh, uh Oh, is it uh, Young is his last name? 
Yeah, Derek Young. Okay. I didn't talk to Derek because he wasn't around. Um, Lisa, I think Lisa was scared of me because I was so pissed off. So um, uh, we we saw each other again at a viewing party and talked about it a little bit. And, you know, I don't blame them at all. Uh, they have a really, really difficult job. If anything, what made me mad about the judging in that match was that there were three judges trying to watch six robots. I mean, it's I had to watch it a second time just to kind of comprehend everything that was going on. So that's so did I, and I was there. It, it, it just <laughs> wasn't a good. It wasn't a smart setup in terms of judging. No, so I don't. I don't have any angst or bad feelings towards the judges. It's just hard. Yeah, it, it just sounds like it was. And I know the whole season, anytime we ask somebody, like, well, why didn't you do this with the bot? Why didn't you do that? The answer was always time. I mean, it seemed like it was kind of rushed a bit, but, you know, and and trying to get on air, obviously you're going to be willing to do things. So, unfortunately, it's a learning experience. It just, it it sucks that it had to come at, you know, on your behalf, unfortunately. Yeah. So, So, so you want to... You want to talk about the match? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was next. I was going to say, take us through the match. First of all, the, the first thing I want to know is, where did everybody stand? I mean, it just looked like it was way too crowded <laughs> around the arena. Like, yeah. were you having to peek over somebody? Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. And, um, you know, it's I don't know if anyone knows this, but the rule is you can stand wherever you want. Ah, I did not know that. So you don't you have to run stand around in that the little other, booth? You can run around to the other side of the arena if you want. So next year, you're going to stand next to the judges. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just let Hannah drive, and you just sit there, arms folded above them with a real stern look on your face. Just not even watching them. Just stare at them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to let my daughter drive, and I'll just go stare at the judges. Yeah. Or you know, well, don't yeah, don't stand next to them. Stand on the opposite side of the box and just stare at them the entire time through yeah. the glass. <laughs> I, I guess one other question. I'm sorry to, before the fight. How long did those intros take? Because they had I don't an intro. Remember. Okay, all right, fair enough. Because well, Farouk, well, Farouk didn't do any intros. He just basically, well, at least as far as TV goes, he just called out the names of the bots. So. Yeah, there was. He didn't do his funny intros. It was just duck. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. All right, so now start of the match. You got six bots in there. What is your strategy? Obviously, we we just heard you know you um, you know tamper things down, minutes. planning to go for five minutes, and now they say, oh, it's three minutes. So all right, now what's Hal's strategy in this match? So my strategy is to go with my strengths, which are to push people around and ram into them and try and get them to stop and be the proverbial last bot standing which I was, but that was my strategy um, the whole time. Um, Now, it's fighting five other robots at the same time is not something you plan for, right? And it's just, so the match starts, and it's just chaos. So you choose someone to go after, and there's three other robots going after you, and you got Gigabyte in there. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> bouncing around game. like a pinball machine, beating the hell out of everybody. Yeah. Um, so the match starts, and um, I decide to go for Red Devil first. Okay. Because um, I thought I could use my lifter to get underneath him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
Reddit will correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I remember it is Valkyrie hits Gigabyte, Gigabyte ricochets into Bombshell, and everything's bouncing around and getting beat up. Correct. And there's just chaos after that, and then a certain number of robots stop moving around. So now there's clarity, right? Oh, I'm not fighting five anymore. I'm fighting four. Oh, I'm fighting three. So that's how I remember it. Um, panning out. Gotcha. Um, and that keeps going until uh, Bombshell hits Gigabyte. Okay. They bounce off of each other and Bombshell ends up uh, on the blue square or the red square and stops moving. Okay, and that was at right at 125. My wife, who is an accountant, was <laughs> counting all of this for us earlier. So Yes, one minute, 25 seconds, exactly. So at halfway through the match, they're dead. Yeah. Okay, so now try and be me thinking about what to do next. I'm not going to go fight with them anymore. I'm going to go after the robots that are still moving. Absolutely. So I'm like, okay, they're out. Uh, Lucky's not moving. Uh, Red Devil's not moving. I'm going to go after what's still moving. Okay. Um, so I, I think I eventually hit uh, uh, Gigabyte, and they bounce off the wall and die. So I'm claiming credit for knocking out Gigabyte. You can watch it. I knocked them out. <laughs> Fair yes. enough. I do a lot of stuff to Valkyrie, and and I know because after the match, they gave me some broken parts as trophies. Nice. Um, <laughs> like I said, pushing Valkyrie point. into Gigabyte, which did you give Gigabyte a handshake for keep at least keeping their body moving? <laughs> <laughs> right. So... So there's about 30, you should ask your wife, I think there's about 30 seconds left in the match, and Chris, the announcer, says something like, uh, Duck is looking for someone to hit. Right? Yep, I remember That's exactly how I felt. I'm in the middle of the arena, I've got complete control of my robot, and no one else is moving. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, you're driving in circles looking for somebody to clean their clock. Right. So that's when I think, okay, I'm going to push Valkyrie into Gigabyte. Mm-hmm. And it's the best move I've ever done. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was. It's like, if nothing, I know it's not on the judges' uh, scorecard, but I got some style points for that one, right? Yeah, it and was. And I'm using really my pretty. lifter to do distraction, and it's part of my strategy, and it's part of control. And it's, in my mind, it should get points for damage oh, yeah. and then the match is almost over and bombshell starts to move a little bit i see it out of the corner of my eye mm-hmm. and i rush over to start fighting them again and uh i ride up their ramp and then time's out yeah nice. and i have very little damage i have complete i even have all my wheels yeah, I, absolutely me, right <laughs> i know i'm just and like almost, except for the bent uh, plow that Gigabyte gave me, I'm mm-hmm. the same robot that went into the match. And uh, Bombshell is not really displaying controlled motion. No, he's just driving in a circle. He's got control of one side. And I think they were, I, I don't know for sure, you should ask Michael, but I think they were using their gyroscopic effect to to move around a little bit. Yeah. But it was only for a few seconds, right? 
Yeah, it was maybe with five seconds left in the match, they were able to do something besides just go in a circle. They were actually showed a tiny bit of forward movement. Now, I will I will say this. Um, so the first time I watched the match, um, I was in a hotel room myself watching it on my phone because uh, that's the only way I could get it. Um, and at first glance, it kind of seemed like, oh, well, maybe they had a radio issue and they had both wheels moving. When I just rewatched it today, um, I mean, you can clearly see one side is still not working and that it's basically just flailing around. There is no real control over it whatsoever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Michael said that on Reddit, that one side was broken. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, Cam, is the, uh, Cam is the Reddit guy of the two of us. I, I tend not to do that. Yeah, I honestly, how I was, I mean, like I was emailing with you the other night. I was even angry about it. So at a point... I didn't want to get where I said something and yeah, I said too much, obviously. And I, I you know, wasn't bombshell or anybody else's fault. So I kind of stopped reading that night before I got too upset. So, but yeah. anyway, I mean, I have to imagine you thought I couldn't have fought a better fight at the end of that. Cause it was, really that's exactly what I said to Lisa when I angrily approached her. I said, <laughs> what could I have done differently to win that fight? Hmm. You know, I, there was a point in the match when no one else was moving. Uh, I had no very little damage. I used my weapon the way that my weapon's supposed to use. What could I have done differently? And essentially, what the judges were telling me was, "There's no way you can win." That's. I mean, right? the only way I could win was to immobilize everybody, everybody. in and three you, minutes. And you did. That. And I almost did that anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I'm not. Yes. I'm taking the almost out of that. I'm saying you did. Yeah, yeah. If they were awarding on aggression, I there really wasn't anybody else. So and control also. I th- yeah. And this is not just right. us so, like trying to puff you guys. I mean, it was just it, it, seriously. That's how I felt. So so the story that BattleBots presented and a lot of people on social media are agreeing with is uh, number one. You can't have a knockout in a rumble, which is true. Okay. So let's accept that as being true. All right. Uh, number two, it's all about damage with your primary weapon. Um, okay. But it's still only two points. So let's say that Duck did absolutely no damage and Bombshell did all the damage. Okay. Uh, and now let's look at the other categories. So strategy... You know, how can you win on strategy when you're not participating in half the match? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, aggression. How can you win on aggression when you're not participating in half the match? Uh, and control. The only thing you're, well, I'm going to start getting sarcastic, but yeah, I don't think you can win control when you're not moving. You're talking to so, two of the most sarcastic guys ever. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll give them so credit for taking mind, on Red Devil. Even if we didn't win any damage points we still won three to two yeah i would now i did what your wife did which was i watched the match a dozen times (laughs) and tried to objectively grade the um damage points and i still think we won on damage for this for the simple reason that we had 180 seconds to do damage and they had 90 seconds to do damage um i just think if you add it up like a boxing match i think i still think we won yeah and i mean it's like you know you for damage points, I don't get why they're not giving you credit 
for I, I mean you're you're ramming your we- you know your lifter right into the you know into their weapon and it and it is damaging them it's you know it's taking them out i don't understand why you would not get uh damage points for that yeah i guess to me it was like if there was a baseball game and the the victor was the team that had the most home runs it didn't make any yeah. sense so yeah the the, well, uh, the moment that crossed the line for me was when i was watching on tv and i did that move where i put valkyrie into gigabyte and kenny says wow i wonder who gets points for that, yeah, that that's true but who, who else I, did he get points for that I, yeah. I, I was kind of thinking myself i'm like you know kenny you're kind of right but at the same time you're kind of not because gigabyte's <laughs> just sitting there hey james what yeah. were you about to ask i'm sorry well i was going to just kind of on the other side of the coin um you know watching it from you know a tv standpoint you know we're all really on the same page but you know, you got to see so much more than we did. Was there a point in that match where you kind of had a an oh crap moment, or a, did you ever stop moving for a split second? And you thought, oh man, that's it. No. So yeah, I mean, I I can completely see from your point of view because you know I thought, well, maybe the camera was off and you know, he might have sat there for two or three seconds, but and everything I saw was just blazing the way. Um. Yeah, I guess the I only, other, the, only other thing there, I really there are kind two of, moments yeah. when it looks like I'm lost because you know I make a sharp right turn to go at Red Devil and somebody else knocked him out of the way. So what I was going to shoot at isn't there anymore, yeah. and it makes me look a little confused. But I don't know. There's there's six of us, so I don't know how to avoid that. Um, exactly. But yeah, I could see watching it. It looked like maybe I was trying to avoid uh, contact, but that it's not, it wasn't intentional. I was um, how just much, trying to bounce around and hit what I could. How much conversation was going on between you and Hannah? Was she kind of helping with like spotting, or were you guys just sort of locked in on doing your thing? Uh, we don't talk during the match. Okay. I didn't know if there was yeah. maybe an exception when there's six bots in there. Yeah, Um yeah, it was interesting on our first uh, match. Uh, I was telling her when to use the lifter, mm-hmm. and we realized right away that that just didn't work. And I just said, "Just do it when you want to." And and then it was it worked well. Fair enough. Yeah, we we found that talking just didn't work. Yeah, you just kind of have to develop a rhythm there. Now, one last thing. I mean, we we were talking about everything that's gone on in Reddit. Duck is really polarizing on Reddit. It's either people love the bot. Or they hate the bot. Um, do you have any idea why you think that is? Because, like I said, it's it. There's very little in between. It's either duck is the greatest thing ever, or duck sucks. <laughs> Get another bot. Yeah. Um. <laughs> more more the former than the latter. But I mean, there's just people that say, "Oh, well, it's just it's all the things that we've talked about before." They're like, "It's a wedge bot," which again, disagree. But um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I um. I can tell you that from the email and stuff I get from people, uh, we've we've attracted a different demographic for BattleBots. Okay, kids, little kids, like really young kids, really mm-hmm. like duck because it's a duck, and um, I'm finding that um, we're bringing in women who otherwise don't like the sport uh, into it because they like duck. 
Okay. And again, it might be because it's a duck. Yeah. It might be because it's small and looks vulnerable compared to the other mean robots. Yeah. Um, and it might be because I, you know, have a daughter who drives it with me. So I think all those things add up to appeal. You know, you, you've you got Tombstone and yeah. Gigabyte and rrr, rrr, Heavy Metal. Yeah, Warhead. Yeah, Warhead. Yeah, it's... Fight Force, which are, they just sound mean, and then you got Duck. So that's true. It's, I think that's part of it. It's like the most badass Fisher Price toy ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, also as far as the demographic goes, I mean, it also seems kind of like you have the purest of the sport because, I mean, I don't know that I would consider myself that, but I mean, I've been watching this pre-high school. I don't know when the BattleBots, Robot Wars, you know, the little back and forth was going on. What fifteen years ago? 16, 17 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, I watch all that, and then I see you get in the ring with Tombstone and put up one hell of a fight like that. I mean, I guess that is really what got you over with a lot of the, you know, the guys that were already watching for your Tombstones and your Broncos. Like, hey, this guy is going to kill somebody too. Um, the only other thing I really wanted to uh, to ask, just on a pure cur- curiosity standpoint, um was on the uh, the vertical spinners. You know, we see a lot of those. It seems like more so this year than ever. But, you know, even um, there was uh, the three-way match in this on this episode. Do you think that there is actually a benefit to the feeder wedge in the front to bring up to the vertical spinner? Uh, <laughs> yes, but it's a little more complicated than that. Okay. Um, for example, uh, Bite Force has different types of wedges on the front to feed people in. Hmm. Sometimes they they use a plate. Sometimes they use forks, and it depends upon who they're going up against. Um, Minotaur does the same thing. Sometimes they use little feeder bars. Sometimes they don't. Well, that was so, kind of my my argument was you know somebody like Bombshell that has this long wedge is feeding up to their spinner. But, you know, Minotaur is seated number four. And best I remember, you know, from what I've seen, it was just really a, a drum on the front with no feeder. But I've, I guess I may have missed. It's well, good. Yeah, it's got more than I <laughs> they're hard to see. They're, they're posts that go um, on either side of the drum. Okay, you, and they use them sometimes and sometimes they don't. Uh yeah, now I'm. Yeah, but, but bomb, uh, not bombshell. Um, Bite Force has a nice variety of oh. feeders that way. Now, this time, the, I had one question for Hannah, but she's not with us. I was going to ask how long and uncomfortable the drive home was after this match. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I, I. Go ahead, I'm sorry, Hal. We, uh, I think I can say this. Maybe I'll get into trouble. Uh, let me think for a second. Yeah, so... Nah, you won't uh, get in trouble. We won't tell anybody. Uh, I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> yes! We we uh, we got another fight after the uh, Rumble. It was an ex- exhibition match. Okay. Oh, okay. But it awesome. didn't count towards anything. Gotcha. But it was because when you get towards the final rounds, the few teams left need time to fix their robots. So instead of letting the audience 
the live audience get bored, they let other people fight each other just for fun. Yeah, I've seen that before. Right. Um, so we had we had a, a, a grudge match with Gigabyte. Oh, okay. Nice. Wow. Insider info. Yeah. So just for the fun of it, uh, I let her drive. All right. So she drove against Gigabyte, and that made the drive home more fun because she got to be have her hands on the stick, as they say. All right. It's kind of um, ended on a high note. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And the, the other thing is um, – Hannah's weird. She doesn't care about winning at all. It drives me crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just thinks it's really fun and likes hanging out with the other builders. You know, of course she'd like to win, but it, she doesn't get upset. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's probably got to, I mean, I'm sure it helps for you a little bit. You can't stay mad when you got your family there with you. <laughs> I, I tried. Now, I, think you- I, I think I was mad for about two days, and then I and then moved on. So I don't want to throw a log on the fire, but when we talked to Huge, I think they said they stole your tennis ball cover. They did. <laughs> yeah. Were you were you wondering where it went? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jonathan from Huge said that I I don't know if she I don't. He said his girlfriend grabbed it. I don't think it was on. I think maybe it was she found it on the floor or something like that and took it with her. But um, he said that they have your tennis ball cover. So I didn't mean that I don't bastard. mean to start a rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk! Uh, I know, what right? <laughs> All right, we grudge match. I want a grudge match. Fan the flames for a rematch here. Now, just real quick. Um, so you said you know if they if they do renew the show and there's another season uh, that Duck will return. Do we get any insider information on uh, what what upgrade we may expect, or uh, you know, has is that in the the works at all yet or is that something that'll be decided once they decide whether they're gonna show the se- the next season of the show or not yeah the the next version of duck is done in cad oh okay um, i don't want to start building it until i see the rule book because i they might make some rules that change what i did oh okay um, see uh, different but, question Go ahead. uh it, it's a better version of what duck is it's not a brand new concept okay because so like you said i mean it was a pretty popular design so i don't want to change it so you designed that in autocad i didn't uh no uh well the the cad program i used is called solidworks oh okay yeah i was just i never really know how people uh you know how this goes from a concept in their head to actually uh being created so interesting yeah, so. yeah, every every nut, every bolt, every part is in the computer. Now, I, I've got to ask, too, now, um, one of the problems we kept seeing with Duck is he kept losing wheels. Are they going to be tucked <laughs> inside? Or, or, uh, or do we not get to know that yet? And Well, I'll tell you honestly, some are and some aren't. Oh, okay, okay. Is there any advantage to i mean is there an advantage to leaving the wheels out is it more control i've seen some that say they would rather their wheels take the hit so is there any advantage to having them yeah open versus like tucked in yes uh one advantage is when the robot gets tilted the wheels treads are still hitting the floor i remember when um free shipping fell over on its side and was able to self-right Oh, that 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 is a good point. 
he wouldn't have been able to do that unless his wheels are exposed. And so if you're trying to get off the screws or trying to drive sideways or whatever, there, there's that advantage. Um, I don't know if you remember Stinger uh, in season one and two. Oh, yeah. yeah he, used, he uses his wheels as armor, right? We call it a blade of armor. Like he just says, okay, knock off my wheels. I've got a bunch of them. Um, so he uses it for that reason as well. Um, I don't have the right kind of wheels for that, but a lot of people do. Um, but for me, the biggest problem with covering your wheels is, well, let me put it this way. The, the, the plow on the front of duck is, you know, half inch thick steel. And when it gets, gets hit, it bends. Right. Okay. And half inch steel is really heavy. So if I put a half inch of steel on the sides to protect my wheels, Mm-hmm. It's still going to get bent and go into my wheels and and make them stall. Okay, good point. Yeah, that seems to be the, the Achilles heel. Are you going to be in any competitions outside of BattleBots before the next season? I can't answer that because I don't know when the next season will be. Fair enough. Okay, um, well, we're we're fingers there, there crossed. And uh, you know, if Robo Games happens again, I'll be there. Okay. Um, there's. King of Bots in China that I've been invited to, but I don't know if hmm. it conflicts with BattleBots. Okay. Yeah. We, we always we the builders seem to always be the last ones to find out. All right. Now, um, I got one more question, and then you guys can shoot. I know we all you guys love your own design. If there was any other robot in the competition that you could drive, which one would it be? Just, I mean, not necessarily the best robot, but this looks like it would be fun to work. Ah, that's a great question. Uh, I think Blacksmith. Okay. Yeah, I like Al's design. That, that'd be fun to use that hammer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I've built lots of kinetic weapons, and it's fun to drive into people and see if you can break them. But having a weapon that you can turn on and off and try and score points by... You know, aiming and hitting the right time would be fun. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was. Now, I, I thought I thought he'd, I thought he'd beat uh, Warhead. I, I, did, I did, too. did too. We debated that. I thought you thought Warhead won that one. No, I don't. I don't remember that. I I think that might have been one of the ones where I said it could have gone either way. But I mean, you know, that is that is one where definitely the hammer was effective. You could have you could see the the sheet metal on top of Warhead was all bent. So. Yeah, that was the coolest part of that. Is yeah, we actually got to see a, a, a robot dinosaur get his head bashed in. So, I mean, where else are you going to see that? Yeah. <laughs> that was a really fun match. That's not CGI anyway. I know some of these matches, we, we you know, it wasn't Tombstone versus Duck, but um, there's still novelty in seeing a giant dinosaur fight a giant shark, I guess you could say. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, and which... Uh, which team would be the most fun to have a drink with after the match, in your opinion? Or who would you like Another to get a beer question. with afterwards? Well, uh, well, I, uh, two. Uh, okay. One is the uh, electric robot, past electric robots, the Vasquez family. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's in Hannah could hang out with her sons um and uh tantrum's team is fun i got to know them well okay yeah we didn't get to see much of them this season 
I think they fought. No, they were new and were having mechanical problems and. Which is a shame because if you got to see inside that robot, it's got some mind blowing engineering going on. Oh, wow. So overall, yeah, though, it's, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it, their problem was they're too smart. They, they just had <laughs> so crazy little... ex- ideas and executions that needed more testing. Sounds like Battle Royale with yeah, cheese. It's hard to do testing because you don't have your own battle, bo- battle box to test things in. Oh, and you don't have any other robots to test it against. Yeah, you can't like invite Tombstone over to your house and do some practice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you use to test that? Do you have like an abuse bot that you've built that you just sit there and let your uh, let Duck whale on, or do you just kind of hope for the no. best when you get there? Oh. You just hope for the best. All right. Yeah. I mean, that was part of the reason why. Well, that's part of the reason I was disappointed. <laughs> Because I knew when I was standing there waiting to hear the decision, I was thinking, I get a rematch with Tombstone. And my first fight with Tombstone was the first time Duck went up against Tombstone. So I learned from that fight about where my failure points were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, and I had a new, I had a fresh plow ready to go against him and plenty of wheels. I saw but, a conspiracy theory that they didn't want Duck to fight Tombstone again because he was at. Uh, very possible to uh, beat him. Now I know that's mm-hmm. just I know that's Reddit conspiracy theories. There's plenty of those out there, but just throwing it out. I uh-huh. mean, I'm, I think everything was on the up. On the other hand, yeah. on the other hand, Bombshell's got a big wedge in the front, right? Yeah. I don't know why they'd, they'd be more afraid of a plow than they would be of a wedge. Did Did you talk to Ray after your fight with him? Because he looked really relieved after you guys' fight that he had won. Like, I'll take this, and I'm getting out of town with it. Yes, I did talk to him. Um, uh, And he even said... He told me, maybe he was just being nice, mm -hmm. but he told me that I did more damage to his frame than Minotaur did. Oh, wow. Um, What happened was uh, there's a steel plate that's... Uh, the the weapon motors mounted to, and the uh, there was so much force in the hits against Duck that the holes that the bolts go the bolts go into holes in the steel plate, mm-hmm. and those holes became obround because the force of the bolts being pushed against the holes changed the shape of the holes. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Um, so he had to redo that whole inner workings that mounted the motor uh, to get ready for his next match. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely tell after that match that uh, Tombstone was definitely not 100%, not even close. Like, the blade was all wonky and um, almost yeah, straight yeah, on yeah. the floor while it was spinning. Yeah, the shaft that was it spins around had come loose. And the reason um, he he died... I don't know if you already discussed this. He, uh, the, the, the cable that goes, um, the signal cable that goes to the radio had an internal short. Oh, okay. Um, so as the robot vibrated, it would connect and disconnect and connect and disconnect. So in a sense, the fact that the weapon was wobbling mm-hmm. was the downfall because it kept forcing it to reconnect. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, we, we asked, we kind of wondered why it may have stalled out, but we didn't really address it. 
I think we were just more yeah. we were more talking about the quote unquote long count, like it was the Mike Tyson Buster Douglas fight, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely thought that was fun. Um so did you have fun with the experience this season? Absolutely. Uh from a builder's perspective, uh this new format was great. Because in a single elimination tournament, it's brutal. Uh you know, you put all this time into building a robot. You haven't been able to test it in the in the arena yet. You go there and, you know, a wire comes loose and you're done. That's it. Or you, you're unlucky and you go up against Minotaur in the first fight and it's over. It, <laughs> yeah. But when you know that you're probably going to get at least four matches, mm-hmm. it makes it so much more fun. And, and it just changed the mood in the pits. Because people weren't totally stressed out the whole time. Yeah, they see. knew that they could lose a match and come back and still have fun. Um, so I loved it. It was really, really fun. I definitely um, enjoyed it more than the single elimination tournament. Because it's, it's nice when you get, um, you know, you get to see, uh, like, we'll take Duck, for example. We got to see him in a rumble. We got to see mm-hmm. him fight Tombstone. We got to see him fight a flipper. And then we got, you know, it's just, it's so much variety. Um that you wouldn't get to see otherwise. Like, say you get unlucky and you draw Bronco in the first match. And because I, you know, like you said, that was the one you were most afraid of. And that was one when that, that bracket came out or that match, that fight card came out. I'm like, ah, oh, man, that is not a good matchup for Duck. No. So, yeah. no. but you know, right. it, it, you know, it's not like you lost that fight and we're out of the tournament and we didn't get to see you again. So, right. Or, or look at Witch Doctor, their first match. They just had all kinds of problems uh, with motors burning up and stuff, and they were able to redo everything inside, and then they had a great tournament. Now, I will say this. Um, sometimes that single elimination tournament might be okay. Like if, for instance, maybe you're huge and Ice Wave rips you in half and you have to rebuild it. <laughs> now, did you guys... Ice Wave ripped two robots in half. Did anybody give them crap for, you know, continuing Destroying to rip robots it. in half? <laughs> <laughs> no, they had our respect and admiration. <laughs> okay. In yeah. fact, I think it's a little unfair that one bad judge's decision. No, let me say that. One controversial judge's uh, no, decision. It's okay. You can call it. I'll, I'll call it bad. I don't care. They're, he didn't lose <laughs> that fight. One controversial judge's decision took the attention away from that match, right? Yeah, absolutely. There were so many great matches in that episode, and people are just whining about Dr. Rumble. I don't, I don't know. It, it's kind of sad in that sense. Yeah, it's... It, but most of those guys are still in the tournament, so I don't feel sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. That's true. Um, now, now, James, do you have any uh, questions that we have not gotten gotten to yet, or...? No, man, I think we went over everything. The last thing I really wanted to say was um, just how I, I don't want to overuse my words, but I do feel honored to be able to talk to um, someone that's been so successful in the in the business because, you know, there's a different kind of business for everything. You know, I'm in the insurance business. We all have, you know, your wife's an accountant, but he's actually making making in the robot fighting business. So, you know, that's just exciting for me. And um, it's just been really fun listening to you, listening to you talk about the business. I mean, um, we don't always get to talk to people that actually know what they're talking about. 
Yeah. And well, I appreciate that. I wish Hannah was here to to hear it. Well, I guess I can play the podcast for her and she can hear it. Yeah, it's yeah, and, that's it's fun to hear. I mean, anybody that wants to spend thousands of dollars and hundreds of hours on something only to get it destroyed, it, that's a special <laughs> kind of person, you know? It's interesting Absolutely. to talk to. But yeah, I mean, it, it's like even in this match, um, I mean, I kind of thought the Hyper Shock versus Scorpios match was brilliantly driven, and we're going to yeah. completely forget about that because of this match. Yeah, I, I had already forgotten about it. Yeah, it's kind of a shame because it was, it, I mean, it was. There wasn't a lot of destruction, but it was a beautifully orchestrated fight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And and I'm pissed off at Reddit for doing that. <laughs> well, I mean... That, it, sadly, that is why I do not go on Reddit. Because there... I mean, there's a lot of love on that, but there's a lot of hate on it. And I just, you know, sometimes I don't need that in my day. Yeah, I know they... <laughs> um They actually... I did say that I was going to... um. I put a preview that our, our, our podcast this week was going to be um, we were going to talk to Hal about getting ducked over. And they, <laughs> they told me they pulled that title. They, and I understand. I was like, OK, under guilty. Go oh, ahead. no, I've already got the title for this podcast and it's called What the Duck. Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> it's just too easy. It went for two weeks straight. I got that stuff. Oh, <laughs> All man. right. Well, Hal, um, it was a pleasure talking to you again. Um, we, we definitely okay, enjoyed gotta, seeing Duck. I got to do one more thing before okay. we say goodbye. Yeah, sure. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Proto Labs. Oh, uh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Proto Labs is a service where you send them a file and they send you back a part. Hmm. Um, and they do CNC machining. They do injection molded parts. They do 3D printing. They do it all. And they do it fast. And reliably, and I use them for all the stuff, including my robots and non-robot related things. So check out Proto Labs. Yeah, that, I mean, they they did a great job. Duck was uh, dev, Duck never stopped moving except for the wheels came off. Yeah, I want to say on the Duck team yeah. page on the <laughs> BattleBots home site, there is a link to Proto Labs that I've gone in and checked out. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. If you do the kind of stuff I do, if you make stuff, they're an awesome resource. Nice. All right. Well, uh, Hal, it was awesome again. Um, I mean, hopefully we get to see uh, Duck 2.0 next year. Yeah, and hopefully we can talk to you in the off season about uh, you know, well, wrapping up this season and uh, see what's ahead for you yeah, guys. And Discovery, come on, another. We, yeah, we all know, the best we, fights we are still to come, right? Yeah. yeah. So I might have to get your uh, analysis of these, just because. Uh, yeah, we again. We see what we see on TV, which sometimes is, you know, what the producers want us to see. So it's nice to have the, uh, you know, the viewpoint of somebody that's there. Yeah, Angie hinted. So are we going to see Duck again? I know you hinted that there was an exhibition match. Oh, are you not you allowed mean to this say? Season? Yeah, are, are, is that going to yeah. be uh, for our eyes, or was that just for the crowd that was there viewing? Are we deleting this part? Oh, oh, I see what you're asking. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying um, to be vague. <laughs> they'll, um, they're going to put the matches on YouTube. Oh, okay, oh, fair enough. Yeah, awesome. so you'll get. That's why I felt like it was okay for me to tell you about it because it'll be on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah, and if you know, if you don't really tell and us, we tell may not results. know about it. Oh no, we don't want to know the results. That's the right. one thing. It's like this doing this, and especially like uh, it. It kind of it's a bummer that this happened six months ago, and you know, talking to you guys and Team Huge and. Um, anybody else it's like 
you I, we know you guys know the results, but we you know, and it's like kind of want to push for answers, but then you don't because you don't want it spoiled for yourself. And it's like, ah, what do I do? Right. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, yeah. So, so that'll be on YouTube. But they, if it was like last season, it was like three weeks after the season ended, they put them up there. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, we we wish we uh, were talking. Uh, we actually wish we were talking tournament with you this time. So, sorry <laughs> that did not happen. But you know, we can't thank you enough for coming back on. So, um, yes, absolutely. All right. So, um, yeah. Thanks to Hal, and uh, I guess we'll be back and we'll uh, wrap up the week, the rest of the week on BattleBots. And go this Duck. Right. Yeah, watch the uh, Sweet Sixteen. There's some incredible matches coming up. Nice. Yeah, I, I I mean I'm looking forward to a lot of them too. Just wanted to see a different one versus sixteen, but again, nothing against the team that's in there. But thanks, Hal. No, it's I'll, I can tell you it's a very good match. Oh nice. All right. Well I'll look forward to that. All right, thanks, Hal. All, All right, thank you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed a little throwback Thursday action with uh, James from the DYWSTB podcast. And, uh, of course, the lovely and talented Hal Rucker from from Team Duck in BattleBots. Uh, Join us next time where, uh, you know, he may or may not be back on again. Wink, wink. So... As always, go to our Facebook page, which is just Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Breaking Bots Podcast. And, uh, you know, like and subscribe on iTunes and all that jazz. Leave us a review. Um, oh, it could always use a good rating. So, uh, as always, uh, have a good night and we'll see you next time.